Hey, David here. Now, the podcast you're about to listen to is actually a really old one. When I say old, it's over a year ago. We recorded two podcasts in one night and just to kind of have a backup just in case that we all can't make it or at least uh, at least three people or have a, a co-host that can replace somebody. We couldn't manage to do that this weekend. So we, for the first time in over a year, um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and have you listen to this one. It's a good podcast. Uh, it's uh, the first time we actually properly interviewed somebody um, that isn't in truck driving. He's a storm chaser. But anyway, go ahead and uh, listen to the podcast. Hope you guys like it. And next week's one will, should be a more recent. <laughs> anyway, all right. Take care, guys. This week, David thinks that sleeping trucks are adorable. Chloe wants to turn a cow into a probe, and I lose my masculinity in a bathtub. So let's strap down, strap in, and do this. This is just another trucking podcast. Hello, this is Just Another Trucking Podcast. I am your host, Tom, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, my co-hosts. We've got the glorious bearded one. Hello, sir. How are you? Hello, hello. hello. Just don't waste all your good energy on, on me now, because uh, so you have a tendency of forgetting Chloe and, and her beauty. Yeah. So, that was you know. Take care. Like, I, I appreciate I, the compliments I, I and all that. You just have a tendency of like focusing on this gloriousness, you know? How could and, I uh, not when it's, it's there? It's so I mean, good, yeah. It. it is. I'll have to bow down to that, David. It's, it's all right. It's a masterpiece, is that being? <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Chloe, hello. How are you hello, doing? Hello, Tom. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> I'll, I'll level you with dead? you. I, I am tired tonight. Um, so am I. <laughs> so, a bit of background information. If you listen to this, this has been recorded about an hour no an hour and a half after last oh, last yeah, week's episode like but for us it's only an hour and a half later it's now half 20 past half midnight, 12, 20 past yeah. midnight. <laughs> and we're doing it because we have a guest which i'll level with you guys i'm very very excited about this <laughs> we have yeah. um well pi do you want to introduce yourself do you want to explain who you are and what you do. Because I would say normally how, explain how you got into the industry, but how did you get into your industry? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, sure thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you guys can all call me Pi. Like uh, my name is uh, Billy, as you might see some like my family like refer me to me as. But everyone like online knows to uh, knows me as Pi. And so and I got started into storm chasing. Uh, let's see. I think about that was. 2018 when i started doing it seriously right let me just clarify when you say storm chasing you're not talking thunderstorms you chase tornadoes oh yeah absolutely you so, are a hardcore. tornado chaser <laughs> i know amazing this is so cool. this is the greatest thing ever <laughs> oh, man. sorry I, go on i never thought that I could do it or even make enough money to pay for gas or anything. It just, I just like, it was just like going out like one day out in Eastern Colorado here in the U S and just like, Oh, Hey, that storm like looks kind of cool. You know, why, why not? We just get closer to that and take some time lapses of it. So, and, but I just loved it so much and it took me years before I started making money based off of it. But, um, so originally, how do you, how do you not get caught up in the tornado? 
Like you're chasing <laughs> it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, of course, you're going to get on with that. I'm just excited. About it. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, there's um, usually when it's a nice condensed funnel that's all the way to the ground. It's very easy to see where it's going and really okay. easy to get out of its way. Now, there was um, one video that surfaced yesterday from uh, a gal in Michigan that seemingly like just drove up to a tornado and just stopped and let the thing go over her. So oh, wow. I guess they, <laughs> they don't know exactly how to handle tornadoes up there in Michigan because they don't get them very much. But otherwise, if, if you just have um, some common sense, it's pretty easy to get out of the way, except there was that one time. In all fairness, yeah. in in UK we don't ever see them, so I think a lot of people just sit there and no, go. We, we, we get we get we get tornadoes. What like they, little they, sand ones on the floor? Yeah, no, 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 they, I, I saw a video one. It, That's it, not the it, same, Tom. It, it knocks someone's shed over. Oh wow! Really? It wasn't wasn't wow. the most impressive thing I've ever seen. It was a really old shed. I <laughs> mean, right, it was yeah. it was We've practically falling ones, over at the time. Yeah. Have you seen the ones at like like Download Festival where the little tents are going up in the air? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hilarious. Oh, that's, that's exciting for us. I don't think that's a tornado. That's um, what's the there's tornadoes and there's the no, it's not a gust. There's um, is it a downdraft? No, 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 that's, no. The, um, that's the do, name do you know the ones which, which take out planes? Where it's, oh, um, microbursts. Microbursts. That's mm-hmm. it. That's that's what the thing at uh, download was. It was a microburst. Oh, is that what But but it, I think in in America they're a lot more prevalent because it's it's a lot flatter and so kind of out in the plains is it? So kind of like it's, it's it, they happen a lot more these microburst things. Uh, I mean, it could very well be. I can't attest to how often they happen, but I do know that aircraft have to. They absolutely avoid thunderstorms yeah. for uh, not just downdrafts, but also updrafts as well, because they can just wreak havoc. Like, there's been some terrible plane accidents because of them. So, Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm an avid watcher of uh, this. Is, I don't know if it's sad or not. I love air crash investigation. <laughs> I, in fact, I once watched air crash investigation on a plane um why would you do that yeah. there because it was interesting i was I mean, like, I I watched it on the plane. Go, we're going down i got i got some looks i'll be honest with you i got many many looks as i'm sat watching air crash investigation and this plane fucking piling into this mountain and people around me going what the hell is he doing i'm loving it loving it is this is this the part no. of the uh, on on flight entertainment or was this on your laptop? <laughs> it's on my laptop. It's not okay. Laptop. All right, because I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine them bringing it up. Hey, you are. We've, we've got this lovely this this lovely program about crashing planes. Like, about how many people died? <laughs> oh man, I don't think that would bode well with most people. <laughs> Does that, does that make me weird? I don't know. I mean, I right. would do it too. Okay. So I find those things fascinating. I have. Right. Normally, normally the idea is we, we've got like, we have like this, the topics, kind of like individual topics that we go on. But, mm-hmm. but I'll be honest with you, I have so many questions. I need to ask you them. And I've been <laughs> chomping at the bit. I've wanted to ask you these on WhatsApp and I've... Oh. Right. What is firstly? What's the biggest tornado you've ever chased? Oh man, that must that was like the first one that I did back in 2018 when I finally got a reliable vehicle and I started uh, driving out there. And it wasn't like like crazy probabilities. It was like a 10 percent chance of a tornado within 25 miles of a point. So, but on that day at this just 
this nice cone just ascended out of the ground and just turned into this wide behemoth. I think it was like a half wow. mile wide. Did that you videotape the, it? The test got a oh, yeah, half I mean, mile. Yeah, it was a big one. And <laughs> wow. so my camera, right. I found out at that point that my lens was broken and like half the frame was like out of focus and the other half was in focus. So it was like all out of focus. And so, but I made do, tried to keep up with the thing. It just took off at probably like 40 to 50 miles an hour. So I had a hard time keeping up with, and I was just still a newbie at that point. So another one came very close to that. And that was actually just a few weeks ago. Um, down in Texas, that was a Tescott tornado. And I like just, it was at night, it was raining. And I just saw um, silhouettes of this big tornado in front of me. And it was the first time I ever saw what's called a, a power flash, where it looks like lightning, but it comes from more of the base of the cloud other than up in the cloud. And is, it has like this, a different this, color to it. What is this the, is this the electrical lines that are going? Yeah. Or is this actually... Mm -hmm. Right. It was, oh, because I totally drove word. over them after I went through the town. So, <laughs> Holy crap. Um, mm -hmm. So I used to live in America. My This is my oh. one and only story of a tornado. Oh, really? And I, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't coming out, I don't come out this story looking manly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll level with you guys. I, I, yeah. So... I lived in America, and I was I was with this American lass, and she was um, we were we were we were, asleep. we were in Arkansas, in Hoxie, in Arkansas, and I, I heard this siren. Mm -hmm. I woke up, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" And she goes, "Oh, it's the tornado siren." Hear <laughs> <laughs> them pretty commonly in I, Arkansas. So I, I was like, "What?" what does that mean and she goes oh, there's a tornado heading this way so anyway where should we go for lunch what <laughs> and she said it so calmly so matter-of-factly there's a tornado heading this way where we are the, the location that we're in right now there's a tornado coming and I'm oh, like, maybe well what do we do where do we go Where's where's the where's the tornado shelter? We don't have one. Why don't we have one? We need one. I've, I've seen Twister. I know what happens. It it, it doesn't end well. And uh, and let's be honest, I'm the British guy in America. I'm the first to die. That's how these films work. I, that's how it works. I, I'm, I've seen these films. It, it doesn't work out well for me. And so I'm like I'm shitting myself. I am. Absolutely. I'm like, I said, where do we go? And she's like, well, you can go in the bathtub if you want. I'm like, the bathtub? What's that You're going to do if I get sucked up? So anyways, I, I, I hid mean, in the bathtub. Uh, and at, at two in the morning, I was hiding in the bathtub and <laughs> clinging onto it. She slept. She slept. She didn't give a shit. She did not give a shit. I came out of that experience so emasculated. I genuinely felt like giving my balls back and like going, "Yep, don't need these anymore. That's that's me done. I'm done." Uh, there you go. That's my one time. Well, hey, at least I mean that's what the National Weather Service says to do every time there's a warning. So, I mean, I'll give you that. I mean, you know those... I don't think she'd fit inside the bath with you. You're so tall. You I'm not very well. No, I'm, so, I'm, so I'm six foot ten. Imagine a six foot ten <laughs> big gangly British man trying to fit in his bathtub. 
<laughs> yeah, it didn't work out well. What um, size <laughs> does a tornado have to be to be considered one? Like, you know, those because I've like uh, I I basically uh, the last twenty years have spent in Oregon, Washington, and we I I still, I don't know if they they were like dust dirt devils, dust devil devils that would be uh, I don't know, like a uh, hundred feet tall. Is that what would that be considered a tornado? Like at what point? Uh, what makes what makes one a tornado? Uh, I believe what the definition is is that it's just a rotating updraft. Now I believe a tornado is also associated with a thunderstorm up above. But then again, they've classified some fire nados out in California as like they've given them like a proper EF rating because some of them are just like these massive swirling like. They look like wedge tornadoes just well, swirling I, up I, into the I've sky. I've seen this. So. so technically, by by definition, them fire tornadoes, which what, by the way, fire, fire to- yeah, basically, because because you know the wildfires they had. Oh, you I see, you saw like well, basically, them, basically yeah. because because the the because it, it was so ferocious, it's like making its own weather patterns, and it basically made a fire tornado. But oh wow! By definition, it's not a tornado. It's a just a very big dust devil, is it? Almost. No, they have called them tornadoes because they give them the official EF rating. So, but then again, they do make I think they're pyrocumulus clouds that go up into the sky, and maybe that's what does the distinction. Because I don't believe a dust devil. There, there might be more to the dictionary definition um, when it comes specifically. So to I, I didn't realize we were going to be picking your brains this much. If I'm honest, <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When are we ever going to learn this stuff? <laughs> it's, I mean, I love talking about it. Yeah, so. yeah it's so okay. I don't, I what genuine, equipment I, uh, do you need? Well, yeah, we'll go. Oh, well, what, what I was go- well, actually, okay. So my question was going to be somewhat similar to this, which is. Obviously, watching, just to point out, I, I have watched documentaries about tornadoes, but um, like how how much more advanced is the like kind of tracking of tornadoes and how much more predictability is? And then leading on from Chloe's question, what, what equipment do you use in your car to actually kind of keep track of these? Oh, well, I mean, it's gotten so much simpler. Like, Discovery Channel used to have a show called Storm Chasers where they followed them, and they're just using, like, basic laptops. They've got, like, GPS, you know, with, like, pre-downloaded maps and whatnot, and they're literally, like, just calling someone that has access to the radar to figure out what to do. But nowadays, you can just get an app like Radar Scope, and that will let you pull up like any kind of radar in the country. And this is really handy because you can just click on a radar and get the high resolution, like basically raw data of it. That's way higher resolution than um, the typical radar app that you have that'll like combine so all of cool. the radars together. And how, and how, how live is i mean how often is this updated as in as in kind of like yeah, you know, what what's the update rate on it yeah for most of the year it's about every five minutes and i'll probably get the data within a minute of it being scanned and then <laughs> during when there's a big storm outbreak they'll start scanning it even faster i don't know exactly what they're doing at the radar site but then they'll start coming in like every two minutes at that point so have <laughs> like just having this is 
immensely powerful when storm chasing. You can know so much about what a storm is doing, if there's a tornado on the ground, and which direction it's moving. So that this is really all that you need. And so, I mean, in terms of cameras, like, I mean, I prefer having an interchangeable lens camera, especially one with a really big image sensor. That way, raindrops and stuff on the windshield go out of focus more. So that's pretty much the only two things that oh, I, I would recommend. About, yeah. So it's if we cause... downloaded that app down here, we could do Storm Chasing in in UK in our lorries. <laughs> we, we, they are adding a whole could, new thing to our YouTube. Require, it would definitely require, you know, actual storms, actual I would suspect. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I, looks wind! Like, <laughs> looks like they've only added a few radar locations to Europe. It doesn't look like they have any in the UK yet, so they're currently uh, adding more. There is another yeah, one that's gaining popularity I mean, I'm not called Radar Omega, but... So. I, I, there's, there's, I, I've, I've got one for for tracking um, lightning. Right, is it Blitztorung or something like that? Or, you know, that? That's quite good, and you can see that all the lightning strikes, and you can actually see how like how active it is. And I, I mean, I like oh, watching yeah, like, all really the thunderstorm cool. stuff I, I just, like for that. Fun, you probably saw the video where I got hit by lightning last month, and it was fun. I like yeah, looked. That was yeah, awesome. Looked, I... So this, this, this obviously, so. To, to like to explain on this one here, this this is this, this is your latest video, isn't it? If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and so you're sat in your car, um, and do you, there's there's two of you, isn't there? So you've got a chase vehicle essentially, or Actually, or is that he was he was just another chaser out there. I know him. I have chased with him before, so he may have recognized my car and was just kind of hanging out behind me just because he knew me. Oh, but right. as far as just, I know, just he by, was just by happen chance. It was just. So yeah, basically you sat there, and <laughs> there's a crack, and you're like, "Oh, things things are not working." Yeah, I <laughs> first thought, I first thought that this lightning strike just happened really close to me because I remember seeing a bolt in front of me, and I was like, "How close was that?" And then my car's not working, and I'm like, "Could a close lightning strike have taken out my car?" Like I did not think that it hit me at first. It wasn't until I got out and saw that my antenna was blown off from it. That was <laughs> that, so. Did that it blow a bunch of fuses? Then. I checked oh, every man. fuse that I could, but not a single one of them was blown. So there was something wrong going on with the car. All of the accessories stayed on in the car. Um, well, after I turned it off and back on of them. So as far as I could tell. Um, none of those were fried, but the car wouldn't, I mean, it's a Prius, so it wouldn't go into its magical, magical ready mode and, uh, to, to start the engine. And so that's when I'm like, oh, darn it, I'm going to have to get this towed now. So, so what, so it's been, uh, it, where, so when was that actual video recorded when 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 was that how long ago was that that the video was that was recorded? april 12th it happened just after um both the other chaser and i chris and we had just saw this amazing tornado it's known as like the gilmer city april 12th tornado and it like just was churning up so much dust because there's been a lot of places that have been experiencing some drought here and so we were just on a high off of getting lot yeah. seeing this tornado and i had saw him earlier on in the day so i knew he was around um chris since you know i had chased with him before and it um and then 
as I was following the storm, and then I think I got hit by a microburst that, like, what we were talking about earlier, because yeah. the wind just started picking up like crazy. I thought I was, like, in another tornado, and I'm like, I don't think there's <laughs> another. There's, like, no rotation on the radar. I'm not seeing a funnel cloud over me. And uh, and then, like, uh, some tree branches started breaking off next to me. This barn starts coming apart. And oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it made me nervous. So I turned my car into the wind at that moment to um because you know the cars are built for those kinds of aerodynamics and uh and so that's when the lightning just went bam and i was just like oh that was <laughs> it wasn't the wow. loudest thing that i've ever heard but it was pretty loud i mean the car dampened quite a bit of it but so it that's, was that's, that's crazy mm-hmm. just to kind of so, keep it italian's a little bit trucking related have you ever seen a semi truck <laughs> get tipped over by a tornado or by the winds Ooh. Almost. I saw a semi last year. There was um, the Selden, Kansas tornado, and all of all of us chasers were like in a nice conga line, just following this thing because it was basically going right along the road. And but then all of a sudden, I just see well, not one but two semis pass me towards the circulation. It wasn't like a condensed funnel all the way to the ground. It was like there was like little spin ups that were happening. Um, in this small Kansas town and it was, uh, but there was like a broad circulation happening all around. You could see debris flying and, but these semi track, these semi drivers just started going straight for it. And I'm like, storm chasing in a semi really? And I'm like, <laughs> they, I, suppose, they probably, I suppose if their product is really back. low down and really, really heavy, yeah. that, that would, that would work. Or if it's a, a, oh, man. a flatbed. <laughs> My, the only thing I can think of is they didn't know which way it was moving, and so they just wanted to get uh, past the storm altogether. Yeah, but man, yeah. but it was sl- it was moving very slowly, so I guess it would have been tough to figure out which direction it was going. But um, after I drove through the town, the semis drove off into the distance. There was one that had fallen on its side, so I think oh, that was wow. from the straight light winds just outside of the tornado. Because the tornado was on the other side of the road at that point, but yeah, that was one time that one got knocked over, and I don't know what he was thinking driving into it. But. <laughs> I've never actually I mean, seen it happen, but I have seen—I uh, don't know—maybe thirty trucks in this in the space of like five miles on their side one time in Southern California. They get some oh, the, yeah. the, San, the Santa Ana winds get so crazy, and up by San Bernardino, basically the more north east you go. The winds get get absolutely crazy. I, I went I went up bobtailing uh, with no trailer. And I was like, nope, goodbye. I'm heading back, heading back south to where you know. And yeah, I just when I did, when I did yeah, head I back, that. that's when I, th- that's when all the uh, all the trucks were were flipped over on on their side. It kind of looked like they're all sleeping. It's kind of cute. You know. <laughs> Go tuck them in. Yeah, there you are. You're all good, mate. I'm taking a nap. Yeah, that just <laughs> happened. It happened in Colorado Springs just this last winter. We had some crazy winds too in like December that knocked about a dozen of them over on the interstate that goes through here. Mm. Wow. America's crazy when it comes to weather. It it seems... I mean, I I do wonder, like... I wonder wonder if like places like Russia gets as many tornadoes. Because obviously they've they've got like big flat areas as well. You but don't hear about it, do you? Really? But, but, but I wonder if there's... I don't know. Just it, it's. I, I I wonder if there's something to do with um, how it's kind of portrayed in film, in cinema, and stuff like that. Like, for instance, like Twister, and then it's kind of like 
because of that, there are people that watch that and then want to go out and kind of replicate <laughs> it. it. And then that kind of, it, it's kind of like a, a perpetuating cycle almost. I mean, that may or may not in... have influenced me. <laughs> did it, well, it did it. I, I've been honest with you. I, I have you ever that seen film. a cow flying I by? I loved it. No, I oh, have not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did, yeah. I, I, put, I actually referenced it. I re- referenced this in oh, okay, one of my videos. Yeah. It's, it's in North America, largely due to geography, as moisture from the mm-hmm. Gulf of Mexico is easily, I don't know that word, something, something, something. <laughs> it was a good fact. Yeah, mo- something, <laughs> something, best, something. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, I'll tell you a good fact I did learn the other day about lightning is you get Go something on. called lightning sprites. I thought that was yes, pretty cool. Yes, they're pretty. I finally captured yeah, them really a few pretty, years ago they? for the first time. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you? They look okay. like just lightning tiny sprite. little blips to the naked eye. Just yeah, they're they... like literally like little spirits, aren't they? Almost, they're so cool. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So what you have to do to see them is you have to have you have to be clear above you, and there has to be a storm off in the distance. So usually out in the higher plains, it's easier to see them because it's not nearly as humid here. And if you have a storm that's moving away from you, because as the storms bubble up, the anvils tower out, and if the anvils move away from you, then usually those anvils won't get in the way of your view because you know they'll just bubble up here and you can see it clearly from yeah. up above and so but yeah they'll just appear above a storm we're like right um when a lightning strike is happening right below it they're about they happen about the same altitude as the aurora borealis and so they kind of have that same red and green look to them but they're very quick and they're about they're probably just a little bit fainter normally than the northern lights so they're a little bit tricky to capture, but man, they're fun. It's a real treat when I stumble you actually, on them. Yeah, you, managed, you, cool. you actually managed to capture some, did you? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, wow. more, they're more of like stills because they happen so quickly yeah, yeah, on yeah. them. So, um, I mean, I could probably pull one up here and screen share it if you like what it looks like. Absolutely. All yeah, right. absolutely. yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I, I don't... That's okay. why I was just going to say, I've seen pictures, they're beautiful, go on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, I don't normally try to track them down since um, they happen like fairly common enough, at least for a storm chaser, that I'll just capture <laughs> them when the opportunity presents itself. So I've got one on my Should Facebook we, are, we, are we okay? Are we okay posting this to Instagram? There on all these pictures. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. Just, just, mm-hmm. just because a lot of them there will, be, there will be people that are, obviously there's, this goes out on YouTube. There's obviously the audio <laughs> version as well. So then people listening in their cabs. Once you pulled over a nice and safe, go to our uh, <laughs> Instagram page, which you should definitely uh, follow. Please, of course, forward. yeah. Now go Maybe and do we that. Maybe should take time to say follow our Instagram, watch it on YouTube, Facebook. Oh, I feel like we should have done that at the very beginning of that. Yeah, but I'm just feeling the whole you know, I'm just filling a oh, hole. Well, are we plugging stuff? Here awesome. we go. Why no, not? Oh, no, no, not you, David. David, David, no, David no, 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 no. It has been a week You've since people have right. heard anything. No, it hasn't. It's, it's been t- wow. There they are. <clears throat> so those are the sprites that I've captured so far. There's been other that times when I've tried to capture sprites, but this is the. I think this is the only one I have posted so far. Yep, so there's the lightning flash that you can see below it. This was with my old camera, so it's a bit grainy. And so I just got a new one, though. That I mean, I'm not saying aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but 
That's definitely uh, aliens right there. I would love to see cool. a sprite from the air, like to like fly through one. That must It'd be, be phenomenal. so lucky. Must be phenomenal. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know if planes can fly that high, but I mean that'd be really cool. So I think that so, is is that. Um, oh no, actually, I was going to say, what's the that American one? The um, is it X? What? I can't remember. Uh, just there's uh, an American plane that goes really, really high and it flies above oh, missiles. Why don't you just say an American remember. plane that goes really, really high and fires missiles? Because <laughs> because I was trying to sound professional, <laughs> Chloe. Has that ever worked out I, for you? I, I, no, it <laughs> exactly. really never. Routinely does not work out well for me. <laughs> I mean, you can think so, about the flappy, uh, the flappy thing. You know, the flappy thing. Oh, God. <laughs> I do not do well on this, but I, d- I come into this podcast genuinely trying to make myself look smarter. Never works. It no, it's not worth it. Never works. No, just okay. go with it. <laughs> so what? What's uh, have have you had? Obviously, there was the the lightning, but have you had a oh shit moment? As in, I might have messed up here. Yeah, like, when, like- when out. Yeah, like last year is when it happened. I was um, looking at radar, and this was a time, it was early on in the season, so the radar was still only updating like once every five minutes. And plus, sometimes there it, it'll take a long time to get the radar update on my phone. And oftentimes that's because a lot of storm chasers are, are all using the same cell towers, and even though I've got like a lot of bars, the data will just be coming in slow. And so fortunately, I was on the time with my sister, who often storm chases with me. And I was trying to get her to let me know, like, where's the circulation? Because I'm like, I'm driving south to meet this. And the storm is coming up from the southwest. And so, and I can see there's rotation on radar. And eventually, I did see a, a tornado report show up on there. There's um, the radar app has, you can link. So just, just, just quickly, just to interrupt. Where, okay, so you, you keep saying that about the you can see the the circulation on radar. I mean, if, if you can kind of like, what Don't what are you down. actually seeing? <laughs> no, well, no, I was more meaning for the people listening in their trucks on a Monday morning. What what are you oh. seeing on the on the? I'm trying to be. It's a well, I imagine it's Chloe. a circular motion. For fuck's sake, Chloe! Well, no, it's the expert silk. <laughs> Here we go. So let's see. Here's okay. This one's ah, that one's a little pixelated. Can I download this? Um, I saved a screen grab. This one here is from Radar Omega. And so this is what it looks like. So we look at what's called the velocity radar. So you normally see reflectivity, which is the green that goes into yellow and red. This one actually shows wind direction. So red is wind that is moving away from the radar. Green is moving towards it. And so what you're looking at here, this was a screen grab from radar omega and so this is the radar site right here so it's coming very close to it so we can get a very detailed picture so all of this red is moving away from the radar all of this green is moving towards it now if you get this here where you see red and it and it kind of blue in this instance that means this red is moving (laughs) away this green is moving so this is circulating very tight this is undoubtedly a tornado on the ground at this point. So this is what I'm typically looking for is red and green that are right next to each other. So you've really got to know what you're looking for then really from the looks of it. Yeah. And typically tornadoes will stand out like that when they're on the ground. Now, uh, tornadoes will form below a rotating thunderstorm. So when they're way farther from the radar, the curvature 
of the Earth, the radar beam will go up higher in the storm if the storm's down here. So when it's really far away, you can see that the storm's rotating and you can infer that there might be a tornado there. So that's why, like when you're in Arkansas, there may have been a tornado warning, but no tornado. It's because they're trying to give everyone lead time. And the farther from the radar site, the more warnings that I've noticed that the National Weather Service will tend to issue. And I think that's likely oh. because it will... Um, because they're just not sure if a tornado is there or not, but there could be. Because it, because it, what can it, it can kind of give you can get dead spots with the radar, and it can the, there's there's more more of that unpredictable, not as predictable, unpredictability. <laughs> That's the word. Yeah, come on, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, come yeah. on, Tom. You can you can use <laughs> words. You can English. <laughs> I know, I feel like I'm class. I'm learning so much. <laughs> Jenny, so why, yeah. Here's some, here's some storms that are forming in Arkansas right now. So you can see that right here. Also, this is got... actually, what you're showing this us is live. actually live. Yeah, wow. this is live. Yeah, so this is showing the um, some high-resolution radar, but then once we get farther away from it, it gets more and more pixelated, and as well as you see higher up in the storm, and eventually you just start seeing green that high up because you're getting above the cloud tops. So in that case, you can usually try to find another radar like this one over here. I think this is Tennessee. That will give you a much higher resolution that's closer to the ground. So that's cool. And so, so what and makes so you actually want to go and f like find these? What do you just see a random storm and go? I want to look at that one, or you just you plan Ooh, ahead? Yeah, yeah. So um, the Storm Prediction Center um is a fantastic resource because they issue probabilities throughout the whole day so here we have a big long slight risk area which means that there will be there's a slight chance that any one city could get a severe thunderstorm and which means there will be a severe thunderstorm somewhere and you can go to the tornado tab and see the tornado probabilities so two percent is lame five percent is okay <laughs> there'll usually be like a tornado or, or two in a five percent area but that's like canada's turn so this is what i check first and I've been slow. I did not go to school for meteorology. I went to school for digital arts. And so I've been slowly learning all of the jargon down here about how to forecast and whatnot. So, I mean, I can get really nerdy with some of this stuff, looking at some of these <laughs> models and sh showing all of this nerdy stuff. But I'm definitely not an expert at this. I'm still learning all the time. And so I know enough to get by because the Storm Prediction Center takes out so much of the work for me. So, but I'm also trying to learn it because the radar model, or sorry, the computer models update way more often than the Storm Prediction Center's forecasts. And so I can get I are you starting to kind of get to the point where you can kind of you you're actually able to take the all this information so to kind of again for the people who uh, uh in the trucks like not able to kind of see what we're talking about where we're looking at very fancy maps here which mm -hmm. have so much information and if i'm <laughs> honest with you I, there's, there's days i struggle with google maps um <laughs> there's so much going on here it the complicated there's lines everywhere but i i are you kind of getting to the point where your own in intuitions actually able to kind of take all this information and actually start making your own decisions and actually saying, well, actually, no, I think it's going to be more to the south here, or actually, I, I think it's going to be kind of, and you kind of you're able to kind of, obviously, I, it's always going to be a gamble, but because uh, because it's so unpredictable, like this unpredictable. My wow, am I not wording right tonight? No, it is from like it's, nearly yeah, one o'clock in the it's, morning. It's gone, yes, <laughs> basically, are, are, are you are you able to kind of like 
are you are you able to figure things out for yourself? <laughs> oh man, sometimes though it just it just doesn't matter. Like because like there are some times when I've like trusted my intuition and like saw a tornado because of it. There's been other times when I've shown up late to a storm and I'm like, oh goodness, there's so much. Like I want to be so much farther south. And then I look out my window and I'm like, that looks like a funnel cloud over there. And so <laughs> I mean, I am trying to work on my intuition and learn more because a lot of these are just supercomputers that are just crunching numbers all the time. And so yeah. that's what everyone is basing off of. So to develop an intuition, you basically have to start learning what kind of biases, biases these computer models have and what to do when you see like one model that's like like say a model will update every hour well if it's updating a diff like if it's saying a storm is going to be in a completely different place every time then it's not gonna um then it's probably not gonna pan out by the latest run it's probably getting it wrong every time and so but if it is nailing it every time then you can say okay it thinks the storm is there but then developing a bias that's something that i'm still working on and I often I also follow a lot of other meteorologists to figure out what they're doing and make a more informed decision <laughs> that way. So I'm getting there. I could probably twice has my intuition paid off and like and probably several other times where my intuition has gotten me nowhere. So I, that's I, pretty I'll, awesome. I know that you're, uh, you're 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 chasing storms. Do you ever get a speeding ticket on the way to one? Do you, are, do you, do you, are, do, are do you maintain the speed limit? You know, and uh, or at least go in the opposite direction. Yeah, <laughs> Don't I, run away I from feel, it. I feel like if there's a tornado, yeah. police have probably got literal bigger yeah. things to worry about. Yeah. I, I, I have what, noticed that. Mm -hmm. What is the interaction? Cause I, I have noticed that there is very strange interactions between the chasers and the police, and it is almost like a it it it's it. There was, there was, I can't remember who I was watching, it, but, but there was the, the police were just immediately like, "Oh yeah, this is a storm chaser. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah." And it was just, it was so so strange to kind of see like they, they kind of they know exactly what what what's going on, and they're just like just accept it. It's it's oh, kind of yeah. seems it, like an, a, it, an, a, a normal thing. It varies quite a bit. There was one time I just posted this video recently where a police blockade stopped me from going through. It was. I was thinking, was it one of your videos? This is the one, and it's, it's, but he, he knew. He was like, "You're a storm chaser." Well, actually, he told me I couldn't go through the blockade. So, um, but yeah, he knew I was a storm chaser because you know I yeah. had cameras. It's pretty obvious at that point. And um, <laughs> but no, I had to like go down a dirt road to get around them. But then there's other times where um, I've seen storm chasers have helped out first responders and have um, given more up-to-date information to the officers as well to let them know oh, yeah. where the storm is going. And so in that case, there's some storm chase, but then again, I'm sure the police I'm, I'm often sure the, the, deal with a lot of a very much symbiotic relationship between police and storm chasers and well, all that kind of thing. I would say it's more between the National Weather Service and storm chasers. Because yeah. the National Weather Service likes all the reports, the spotter reports that come in. They use spotter network for it i the only time i've reported a storm was when i was like only like one of a few other chasers on it and that was the one that i was like arriving really late for and that one i just called directly into the nearest office i looked up their number online and so but it's often tough to make spotter reports when i'm solo chasing on 
So, so um, is it um, is it Brandon who's got um, Dominator? Um, that, by the way, uh, read to me. Yeah, um, much like a certain British politician, do do be careful what you're searching online. You don't want to get fired from Parliament. No one else getting that joke. No, no one else what getting are that you joke. on about? There was, what is there wrong was, with you? Okay, so just going on a complete tangent. <laughs> actually, our first one, there was this British <laughs> politician that was looking at porn um, oh, in, the, in the House of Parliament. Yeah. Apparently what he'd actually been searching was, um, if you know what the class dominator is, um, it's a, it's a nope. combine harvester. Oh, and wow. Apparently that's... What, that's what he'd been searching that's a, for. That's and a big mix-up. Oh, no. That was his excuse for it. Anyways, he should have chucked uh, some allegedly, Zenny. He'd be all right. Exactly. Allegedly, I was allegedly. looking for Andrew Agricultural. But anyways. I actually thought but, you were talking about uh, an armored vehicle here in the o- in the US well, owned by Reed Timmer called that the Sony. Yes, Reed Timmer, that's him. Yeah, so that was, yeah. That, that was the beginning of that tangent. But yeah, Reed Timmer. And, nice. but, and but then you spouted off. About, about porn because why not um but my question was so i was watching his youtube videos and there was this this moment where a tornado had just gone through and it, it was almost like this kind of because I'm, I'm watching it i'm loving like loving like all the like photography and all this sort of thing he's doing like it's kind of very exciting but then there's this part where it's gone through this residential area and it's it suddenly there's this reality that comes crashing down. And have you had that where you've gone through somewhere and that kind of like the excitement of what you do and that kind of the the kind of the, the thrill of it, of it suddenly yeah. kind of comes into oh shit, this is real. This is damaging. Very raw. And yeah. have you have you had that? Have you had that kind of where you've turned up on just just after it's kind of gone through somewhere and yeah. Oh, yeah. So fortunately, so far, I have only seen like uh, not life threatening damage so far. So um, not so much like um, this, like sinking feeling. Not yet. In any case, I'm still (laughs) trying to mentally prepare for myself when there's just like utter devastation because it's been nine years now since we've had an EF5 tornado come um, anywhere. So um i it's only a matter of time before i just see total devastation there has been times when i've stayed behind twice after a tornado has gone through towns and like interviewed some of the people around it and that's when it's really sunk in for me although it's helped out a lot that i haven't there's been no fatalities yet in any of the destruction that i've seen so and mostly it's like industrial buildings because they tend to have a lot more surface area and can collapse more easily than like say a residential home and um but talking with the people is a bit like i almost feel like a gawker like going through some of these damage paths like and i feel embarrassed to talk to some of these people but some of them just really appreciate being able to tell their stories and so i've yet to post these videos but once i do get them that's ultimately what i want to do with the channel is tell people stories from it and because like storm chasing is all fun and now but um i don't think i'd want to be a thrill seeker um for the rest of my life i mean it would be fun (laughs) once in a while i mean i love roller coasters and stuff you know just as much as anyone else but um but that is definitely it is such a contrasting reality between just seeing nature's fury and then just 
seeing raw destruction and seeing how it's affecting people's lives. And it like something that I didn't expect when I started storm chasing is I am more cautious around severe weather now because um i've just seen what it can do so like when someone from say oklahoma which tends to get the worst of the tornadoes here and they and if when they've like moved here to colorado they're like tornado warnings we get them all the time and i'm like there's a reason why they issue them and (laughs) so um that reality i did not expect that from becoming a storm chaser because i i was always the one that like i always wanted to see a tornado growing up my dad taught natural disasters on um, the uh, little college on an Air Force base. And so that got me hyped up for it as a kid. And um, I always wanted to see one. But growing up in Montana, we just never got them. And um, but when I started chasing, I was like, shoot, this is like, this is a bit more serious than it seemed growing <laughs> up. <laughs> Heard about all this stuff. I, it's, it's, it's funny going back to that, that thing. I, it, I've so it's not quite the same as what what you're talking about here, um, <laughs> but I can I I can kind of I can relate to the people that you've interviewed. Mm, really? Um, we, we <laughs> that had, was like we, a really. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's boy. Really, really wounds me really? here, don't we? Um, so we've got nothing compared. We, we had, we had one, well, so with oh, Storm Desmond, so it was flooding. But it was oh, very, very yeah. severe flooding, and mm. when it, when it was actually happening, I remember like the adrenaline had kicked in, and like you kind of like there was a very much a focus of like I need to go and do this, and I need to go and do that, and they're kind of watching all this and watching the waters rise. But then the next day, and I'm walking around, and there is, and I, I'm guessing you have there's the same well, much that there is an eerie silence, and I I, I cannot describe how the walking around and seeing the people and kind of having that thing of like kind of looking around and you can hear like alarms going off in the background mm. and it, it's it's something it's it's more it's like almost like it's like a it, it, it's like a war thing or and it's yeah you're kind of walking around it and it, yeah I, like I can appreciate witness. it and I, I think I, I think having gone through that myself or gone through something where, where, like, yeah, lives were in danger. I, I think it's a, you do a good service actually, kind of asking these people, and I think it's also a good, a good thing to actually record, re- records like these events from a, from a personal standpoint, because that there is a kind of, I mean, and again, I, I very much see it like that kind of glorification of like, oh, look at this mess thing, but there are people behind it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, genuine people so yeah I, I think you do do a lot of good with that well oh yeah what, what else you... then. <laughs> no i don't yeah i i'm mm-hmm. honestly i i, I started watching good, your channel good to share the stories and, yeah i started watching your channel and i have been honest yeah a um something that i quite liked about about i've, I've watched i watched i've watched a few of them and i watched reed that reed is it reed timmer mm-hmm. i like some of the stuff that he does I find him very arrogant <laughs> and full of himself. And I just, as a person, I don't 
liking you putting your foot in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know what? Fuck it. I don't give a. I don't give a shit. I, I watch his stuff. I don't. I, it's just. I, I just find him quite full of himself. Whereas with you, there's something. I. I. I, I feel like. Um, but like you genuinely I, 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 enjoy it and. And I, I feel like I'm very much vicariously yeah. living this experience with you, and that there's something <laughs> quite endearing about that. And I do, I, I, I have, I very much enjoyed your content. To honest, yeah, I'm, I'm still stunned that you replied to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love talking about this stuff. So, oh, the mate. Well, we're We've 46 minutes in. We still haven't got to a single topic yet. So that is very, very, very true. Go on, Chloe, have you got any more questions? Or David, any more well, questions you can pick this man's brain? We're actually like a factual topic this week. It's, it's quite exciting. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but technically, we've actually stayed on track with something. Well, I know. Apart from the, the slight the class dominator thing. But we'll, we'll forget about what I did wrong, and we'll just talk about uh, those stuff. But what are the questions we got? I want to know, is uh, Twister realistic, or do you watch it and go, that's wrong, that's wrong, <laughs> that's wrong, or it's, is it pretty accurate? <laughs> This is funny because we were we do talking that in about, all the time. about yeah. with yeah, trucking. We, do. we were talking about um, I don't know if you watched the transporter. So again, for those people listening for last week's episode, this is been, this again. has been a few hours ago <laughs> for us. But do you, mm-hmm. have you ever seen the film Transporter? No, I haven't. Uh, right. Well, basically, there's a scene with trucks, and it's very unrealistic with that. <laughs> do, what what do you what have you watched with like stuff like twisting? You're like, yeah, that's not how it works, and that's not how this would. And yeah. Oh man, let's see. I haven't watched it since I started storm chasing seriously. But man, the first time I had watched it, I just—I'll be honest—I couldn't stop laughing at the thing <laughs> with, um, with just how it's with more of like the effects and how they portrayed like how it would look or how it would be experienced to be in a tornado. I suppose they did get some stuff down, like the storm chasing aspects of it. That that I is what I would say to be accurate. And there are people trying to get probes into tornadoes. Like, I mean, I'm trying to fly oh, a drone ask. <laughs> into a tornado. So, and so that part I could kind of buy, except you would need uh, some really good tracking systems, even with today's technology to, to send that many probes into a tornado. So, so they of haven't course, managed to do it yet then. Uh, well, just a couple. Reed Timmer has gotten one probe in a tornado, as, right. I believe. So I, so okay, right. I didn't think about this. Anyone, by the way, if if you haven't watched the film Twister, do yourself a favor. I think it's maybe <laughs> on Netflix it. in the UK. Um, go and watch it. It's it's so good. It's shit. It is terrible. <laughs> but I love that film. It's, it's great. It is great at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to describe it. Yes. <laughs> um, but I didn't think about that. They've got these like these, like, basically like little balls. Yeah. But they eventually put Coke cans on to <laughs> so the In fact, that's the whole plot of the film. A man, well, a group of people try to take balls and throw them into a tornado and it doesn't work. And so a man's trying Coke to get cans divorced, onto them. And, and it never happens. Yeah, that's, that's the plot of this film. But basically, there's nothing, because there's no, there's, they don't really communicate with each other. They're communicating back. But because. They, they would need different points. They need different trackers all around the tornado to be able to pick up the exact locations of where each one of them is. So that scene at the end, where at the end of it, it shows exactly where each one is in the tornado. That wouldn't work, would it? They'd actually need something to actually scan it. Yeah, I don't know how it would work. 
I mean, like, well, Reed Timmer, he had, he was able to get live data back from his rocket probe that he sent into his tornado. So, but in the sense, I think you would need probes to get, to measure the whole storm to see what it's doing. And um, so going up into the, the main updraft into the storm and the air around the tornado and measuring the downdraft that's behind the storm and the also the rear inflow jet and the inflow like knowing all of that would be very valuable data too not just the tornado so um but honestly i think the what the best thing in science is doing supercomputer simulations there's like dr lee orf up in the university of wisconsin he has been taking conditions from tornadoes and uh, from past tornadoes that have had like big wedge tornadoes and they are uh, and he's able to uh, model these things at really high resolution. And you can see not just the tornado, but you can see other like little eddies and swirls that are going around the tornado that are being sucked in and paired with the bigger circulation that you can't That's see cool. um, because the pressure isn't low enough for it to condense into a, you know, a funnel cloud. So that I think is where um, tornado science is going to make the most headway is with those, because if we can get a supercomputer to model a storm as it's developing in the future, then I think we could have way more lead time for tornadoes in the future. So that's, that's better oh, right. than my so, solution. So you're, you're talking I was, about I was what, what say, was your put solution? Sensors on cows because tornadoes like cows. Good <laughs> <laughs> old Chloe. Spin around. <laughs> One day I said earlier it has cows. <laughs> Just go into a field. Oh, uh, this is what we have Poor to deal cows. with on a weekly basis. Like, like this is them. a weekly, a weekly thing. It's a good solution. Uh, so, oh, Jesus Christ! It, it's it's a it's a solution. Yeah, it's a solution. Come mm-hmm. um, on, Tom. All right, so we got three. To- we got three more topics to. Uh, to talk about so are we are gonna we? are we gonna play through those there's literally no chance for getting through any of them i okay i do i i, I pie let's yeah, talk about up? the prius because i i believe <laughs> let's at least get one topic in here you wanted to defend your prius did you not <laughs> yeah um, so. try and try and defend a prius to truckers let's let's see how well this goes <laughs> okay so some context here I was driving a 1999 Chevy Prism before I got the Prius, and I got an email from my grandparents saying that they were getting a new Prius and that they wanted to give a good deal to either my brother and I. And I was the only one to respond to the email, and I'm like, I can't really afford another car. I I was able to barely afford this Prism. And they're like, okay, well, how about we just give it to you for free then? I'm like, Nice. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. And so, yeah, like a good I'm deal. Like, I don't re- a reliable vehicle. So Jesus, and... I, wish my, I wish I had grandparents oh, that no, would right. email me and say, "Do you want a car?" <laughs> <laughs> they can't even use the oh, email. <laughs> it was an absolute blessing because this meant that I could finally start storm chasing seriously. Like I was, like I went on one storm chase in the Prius, and my check engine light came on. What and year is the I Prius? Knew nothing about cars. Uh, 2009 so 10 years newer so at the time oh wow yeah yeah nice and so that was um so great and and i was surprised for how much more mechanical uh 
aspects there are and more electrical components, it's actually been a very reliable car. Like every repair I've done on it, like has given me warning signs ahead of time. So it's been the only thing that's been a bit of a struggle is the small tires and the low clearance on it. So that I will give all the Prius haters out there. That has gotten me in some sticky situations. <laughs> are, the batteries, are the batteries quite low on a Prius? Uh, the, the, no, the... not super low. Uh, well, I mean, the base of the Prius is pretty low to reduce drag. But Well, well, I was, I was more thinking, like, because I, I do not, actually, I know Teslas and stuff like that, they've got all the batteries in the bottom of it. Is it fully mm-hmm. electrical? No, it's, it's, a, it's a hybrid, hybrid. Mm-hmm. call it. So it's I know Brian um, drives one underneath from Family yeah. Guy. That's all I know Not about it. Hybrid, just <laughs> it's, it's that, it's, Jesus Christ. That's just, literally just all I know about it. Just don't touch it. Just don't touch that comment. Just move on. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> a family Guy. That's your factual information you bring into that's this one. That's where we normally yeah, come yeah, from, yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but I was, I was just thinking, if, if, if there's a lot of weight at the bottom, that's obviously better for you when there's strong winds because it's not going to want to blow the car over uh well i can attest to how uh it being low to the ground generally does um make the vehicle less susceptible to rolling so i will say that the batteries in this case aren't very low they're, they're behind the back seat so um i think they're above the fuel tank so in this case they're not super low but um, right, okay, having something okay. low to the ground is really good if you get caught in a tornado but that's generally not my intention so <laughs> what's the closest you ever got to a, a tornado uh, so there have been times that th- there's been a couple of times that actually right before I got hit by lightning, I got close enough that my ears popped and Ooh, that was the wow. first time that's ever happened. I mean, it was really wide circulation. So I wasn't like in like the cloud of dust that it was picking up or anything. I was still probably like a, a good, um, probably let's see, probably 250 meters and away from that aspect of it, but still close enough. Now, there was one time when I was coming up on a storm that it was moving. It was the one that I was talking about where I was moving south and it was moving northeast. And so I knew there was a circulation in there, but the radar wasn't updating very fast. And this cloud of rain just came, this wall of rain enveloped me. And so I'm like, I have no idea where this tornado is. I need to turn around. I do not have situation awareness right now. And so I turned around, got some distance, but I really wanted to see something. I'd missed out on several tornadoes already that day. And so I let the wall of rain envelop me again. And then it kind of started clearing up and I just see this cloud off to my right. And I was like, and then I started seeing tree branches break at the base of it. (laughs) And I'm like, oh shoot, that's a tornado. And then I was like, okay, I guess there's nothing to do but point to the wind. And there was like some trees in front of me. I was super nervous. And um, looking at the, so fortunately it was passing me and that's why I saw it off to the right. And it was so wide that I couldn't see the other side of it. And looking at the survey, the tornado was actually coming right for me. And then it curved around to my right wow. and then literally oh my crossed God. behind me. Or in, I guess in this so case- you literally just avoided it. Yeah. And it was- um, it was probably about a hundred meters away from me, and I think the I think the tornado was a half a mile wide. Sorry, I'm trying to translate to kilometers, but so. Oh no! Don't worry. Well, no, we do. In, in, yeah, in, 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 in England, we have the weirdest. Basically, we, we use we use <laughs> we use meters and millimeters for some things. We feet and yeah, it, it, it's it's oh, just okay. we we yeah we we have our own rules. Basically, we do gotcha. what we want. We're British. 
You know, <laughs> we, gotcha. we, we invented the whole it. thing. It's all good. There was a movie. French, French invention. <laughs> there was, was a movie. Was uh, well, I, don't, I don't know which Superman it was, but when the uh, when the dad uh, was saving the save, save, saving the, the dog, and right because there was a hurricane, there was a tornado coming towards everybody, and they went underneath a bridge uh, for safety. Uh, does that does hiding underneath a bridge like that actually? Is that like one of the safest? Like underneath, underneath an overpass? Is that one of the, it's the one safest of the places? worst spot? No, it's. I one was of the just wondering that. I was like, why? Yeah. Why? I mean, if you want to why, get why, from why, hail, sure, sure. Did it not do any research for that movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... I, because yeah, I think because it's that, just for dramatic, isn't been, it? Has been known for so long. I guess. Well, I mean, I guess a lot of people still do it. Um, and but like, it pre- creates a wind tunnel that amplifies the wind being under there. Like, honestly, the, what my personal recommendation is that the National Weather Service will say to. If you're in a tornado warning and you're in a vehicle to stop your car and take shelter. And so, but you know, they, there's lots of tornado warnings. And even if there's a tornado on the ground, you may not even be close enough for it to even hit you. My personal recommendation is if you see a tornado is coming towards you and it's like about to hit you in your car to first drive your car into the ditch and then get out of the car you know, try to get as far away from the car as you can and then huddle down in the ditch. Because in the ditch, your car will be less likely to roll. And if it looks like a strong tornado, roll down your windows too because they're going to get blown out anyway. Now, people will generally be freaking out in that instance, so I don't know if you should take my <laughs> advice with... Um, and but I'd be that's... crashing into that ditch. Right. So <laughs> I, I was going to say, are you suggesting... Is, is, <laughs> is what, you're, what you're suggesting as, as your final top tip are you suggesting that you crash a car into a ditch to save yourself? <laughs> well, it, I just need down. to clarify because because that roll is... the windows down. Yeah, but you got to remember that bit. Right. Okay. <laughs> you to wedge yourself okay. in the ditch with the car, you'd well, be right. There, there we go, guys. There we go. Um, the top tip for the podcasts. Um, Nothing crash trashing your, related crash your car, whatsoever. <laughs> crash your car into a ditch. Yeah. Now, if doesn't necessarily need to be a tornado there, uh, just do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you can see which direction the tornado is moving, then just drive away from it. That's what I would recommend. Draw, drive down the, the wrong side of the road. <laughs> yeah, see, I mean, but we, yeah. we are we are informative, if nothing else. <laughs> um, I think what we'll do is, um, yeah, we're going to leave it there. Uh, that's uh, as, as good as we're going to get. Crash your car into a ditch. Thank Love you. It. Um, that's has anyone got anything that they would like to plug? David, no, 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 you're not, not allowed to this time. It's been a week. Why not? It's, well, it's, for everybody, it's not for everybody else, it's been a week. <laughs> David, <laughs> tell me now, if you put your advert in, in what are post, you talking about? If you put it in a post, I will not be happy. Well, I have to, I have to make a green screen for that. <laughs> there we go. All right. Oh, uh, no, wow, no way. <laughs> you totally had me fooled. <laughs> nice job. Chloe. What are you doing this? Plug? This is what I know this is what I normally plug. Ah, this stuff. That's just yeah. Chloe, what have you got to plug? Um Skipchick SW. I drive skips. It's there not as exciting as storm I've chasing. Got, yeah, it's it's not. I've, I've, i my my channel except for access pales in comparison. Yeah. Don't subscribe. 
Um, hi, <laughs> go on. I, 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 I'll, I'll be honest with you, you can plug your channel, but the reality is you dwarf out. You dwarf us. <laughs> well, I'm trying. Hopefully, hopefully I can get to the point where I can start doing this full time. So I'm trying to get there. But Oh, mate, <laughs> it, 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 it just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, honestly, yeah, you are pretty awesome. superb, my friend. Absolutely. What's the channel name? More Pie. Yep. Came the uh, the name came from me just memorizing more digits of pi than most people know. So back in middle school, actually, of all things. So not just wanting more pi then. I mean, I'll take more pi any day. So Sweet. I mean, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of pie? Apple <laughs> pie. No, anyone chicken run? Never mind. No, Great. Film. I mean, apple pie is my favorite. David did not that. get that joke. <laughs> right. I think that's it. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. If you haven't listened, how did you get this far? And we shall see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.